Welcome to my podcast, Normally Unstable, where I discuss a variety of topics involving mental health. This is a space where vulnerability is invited and stories are shared. Today, we have my friend Candace with us. What's good? Hello. <laughs> um, now, really, thank you for, for joining us today. Um, so I've known Candace for about a year now, and what I can already say is she's the definition of just resiliency. And that's just like me knowing half of, uh, you know, your remarkable story. So definitely, like, thank you for coming. I really, really do appreciate it. So, um, so where are you from? Santa Barbara, California. Really? Yeah. Oh, what was it like growing up over there? Um, it was good. It's like a sleepy beach town. Mm. It's really beautiful. It's pretty small. So like once I got a little older, I kind of wanted to get out, but it's beautiful. Would you, uh, would you do like for fun out there? For fun? Like what was it like growing up? Like, do you guys have like crazy parties and like, I only went there on a school trip. I uh, went to UC Santa Barbara, like a, a field trip when I was like 16. So, but it's beautiful, like water everywhere. It was yeah. super chill. Like, what is it like out there? Um, like growing up, hanging out, a lot of my friends like played in bands or they were skateboarders and things. So we would hang out, like watching some of our friends skateboard or go watch their bands play. And did anyone, did anyone like surf out there? Yeah. Oh, there were surfers too. <laughs> yeah. What was your thing? My what, thing? What, well, yeah. What, what crowd did you, what, what crowd did you roll with? Probably more like the skaters or musicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One time, I tried like to do like a, a kickflip off a curve, <laughs> and uh, it didn't end too well. But I used to have fun though. Like I used to like really try to skateboard, really try to do my thing. Tony Hawk era video games, playing my PS2. I I, I definitely uh, miss those days. Um, so did you? Do you have a big family? Was your you know? Did you live with? you know, uh, like a big family around or friends, cousins, like who's all around? Um, my family's not that big, but yeah, they're not that big, but I had my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family. Mm -hmm. And they're both like, like pretty opposite, like different. My dad came from like a really, really a wealthy family. Mm -hmm. And, um, my mom's family, some of them are from Mexico and like uh, his, her mom immigrated from Mexico. So my mom's like first generation here in America. Mm-hmm. So what was that like? So would you say like you grew up kind of in like a lot of wealth or was it like middle class? Cause I, myself, I think I grew up like lower middle class. That was like my thing. So what would you kind of categorize yours? Um, yeah, I, I grew up pretty wealthy with my family. Mm. What was that like? Um, it was good, but it's also different like having my other half of the family that isn't as well off they didn't quite understand like I was kind of like a quiet sensitive kid growing up and they didn't really understand me like being upset and stuff sometimes because they would be like oh you have money why is there anything wrong with you gotcha how'd that make you feel well I would just I kind of like got mixed up when I was young and would think like, yeah, why is there anything wrong with me? I have everything I need. Why am I sad? Why am I confused? Why am I so shy? Did you have like any, anybody like to talk to like during those times or did you kind of like just suppress it? I pretty suppressed it. I didn't really talk to anyone. Oh, wow. So where did I, like, where did all that, what do you think? You know, you're, how old were you when you're like kind of going through that? Um, probably like elementary school so like looking back at it like why do you think you felt that way I think because just like from hearing other people around me tell me like 
you should be fine like you got everything like look at your house and like people just telling me so me thinking learning from them that like I'm wrong for feeling having feelings yeah yeah and that's like that's the worst and um you know I've talked to a lot a lot of my friends like they come from money as well and they'll come to me and like, hey, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling down, but like, I don't understand why. Like, I have no, like, no reason to, I should have, I have everything. I'm like, no, your, your feelings are valid. Like, what you're going through is valid. Um, you never need to like, minimize anybody's personal str- struggle or even really try to compare. So, man, I, that must've been, that must've been really, really tough. And so did that like ease up as you got older or what, what was that like? Or did you kind of, are you still battling like some of those, those emotions? I think, in the last like two years, I've worked through a lot of it, but before I was battling it pretty hard and probably just keeping it so suppressed, like I was out doing other things that probably weren't so great for me. Mm. So like, did you like cope in a negative way? Yeah. <laughs> like what, what kind of things? Just like a lot of partying and just toxic relationships. Just kind of repeat repeating familial patterns that I had seen growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely have my my times. Like sometimes, I I think like I have a addictive personality. Sometimes, especially when I'm like going through stuff, and uh, I always have to like kind of watch what I'm what I'm doing. Like I have to watch what I'm doing because I do have sometimes uh, those those negative coping you know mechanisms. Like back when I used to live in LA, like a couple years ago, I was like drinking so so much. Like I was drinking so much, like getting way too drunk, blacking out, just like thinking it was fun, but it, like it really wasn't. It was, I was like running away from a lot of pain and uh, and a lot of things I wasn't. Just, yeah, I was just like running away, just trying to mask it, and it made me feel kind of ten times worse. Like you know, days later, but in the moment, it kind of subsided the pain. But in the long run, it didn't benefit me at all. Um, even when it came to like you know, for me. I had surgeries too, so like having like those pain, uh, those pain meds started becoming addicted to those, and it was just like it was a bad, just like combination, and uh, it definitely took me some years to like pull myself out of it. So I think I, I think I can relate just a little bit. <laughs> what was um, did you like? Yeah. So what was that like experience like? Like how'd you stop? Because like the you that I know now, you know, you're you're living a, a pretty healthy lifestyle. So um, how did you even like get out of that stage? What was that like? Well, I think what woke me up was um, I, I got a health problem, a thyroid disease. And once you get sick, you will do anything to feel better. Mm-hmm. And just like reading and stuff, finding out like the body as a whole, it's not just my thyroid that something is wrong. It's as a whole, even your mind, even your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I needed to like do some inner work besides just like learning how to like eat healthy and other things that I've done. What are some of that uh, like inner work kind of look like? Um, I went to a lot of therapy and I also, um, I follow this woman's work. Her name's Lacey Phillips okay. and she helps you like work through blocks in your life so you can like manifest or like become magnetic to like good things in life. Mm-hmm. So you like work through like inner child problems or like your shadow mm-hmm. uh, and like through those exercises did you notice anything just about your life that you suppressed like was there anything pretty glaring like wow like because i don't when i when i was going through uh, like therapy i had like at first i was like i was acting out of character you know when i didn't get my way or something would disappoint me and then i like through therapy i started digging deeper and digging digging deeper and then i realized like someone in my family hurt me 
and I couldn't really trust. I, no, I really, really just acted out when that person didn't follow through with what they said they were gonna do. So it kind of translated to me when I was older that whenever I'd be disappointed, I would act out as well and like kind of uh, dive deeper into those those negative coping mechanisms. So you know, for you, were there any things that you kind of didn't even know? Uh, know about yourself and it's like oh now that makes sense why I act this way I respond this way to certain things probably that just like different times in my life when I get triggered by past traumas and things that happened to me that I would always turn to something outside of me than turning inward I would turn to like eating a lot of food (laughs) or like drinking way too much or just looking outside of myself or trying to find the perfect boyfriend or like someone something perfect outside of myself and it never really helped of course no yeah that's it always starts from within and uh like i think everything kind of changed for me like very similar to like the lesson that you learned like the law of attraction like once i found out about that and understanding that or i just look back and i realized that i was the cause of a lot of the negative things that I was attracting um, and I had to start being that light that I wanted to see in that world. Like it had to start with me. I had to change the way that I thought. I had to change the way that the way that I acted, the way that I interacted with people. Um, and it wasn't easy. And I think like that's just like part of self-care and just self-love just in general. And it's not easy and it's a, it's a battle every single day. Like every single day you have to program yourself to, to see the beauty in yourself and Try to work out the parts that you don't like so much about yourself. And um, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a, a journey. Um, so like, have you ever uh, gone to any like seminars or, or uh, you know, talks or anything like that? Cause I know you like a lot of like yeah. podcasts and, and blogs and whatnot. Yeah, I've gone to like different workshops and things. What are those like? I've actually never been to one. Um, it just depends on like what kind you go to, but it can like help you find community, find friends that are like-minded because I've had a pretty big problem finding friends that are like-minded since all of this change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it just feels really good when you go to those things and then when you leave, you just kind of feel like you got more pep in your step. Yeah, what, what does your support system look like now? Do you have, you feel like you have a few people in your circle that you can kind of lean on now? Yeah, I've got a few, but uh, I'm still working on it. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's a process. It's a process. I think especially when you get, like, towards, like, you know, our age and a little bit older, you start, like, realizing that, like, people just have different priorities. You know, one's not better than the other. One's not wrong. One's not right. It's just, like, different paths. And it's, like, as we grow, we kind of evolve and we kind of change. And it's always, like, interesting to kind of see um, the person that we turn into. As we get uh, as we get older, and the people that we attract, and the people that we keep around, um, and it continues to just like continues to evolve. Um, so how's uh how's life been? You live uh you're back in Southern California now, right? Yeah. What's how's life been like that? Cause you moved from the Bay, so how's life been back in S- Southern California? It's really good. Like I'm a SoCal girl through and through. Uh-huh. Like I like the Bay Area. It's nice, but it doesn't have that like homey feel for me mm-hmm. so going back to socal has been like a really good thing for me how have you, what have you uh, how do you spend most of your time now it's very similar to when you're in high school like you're skateboarding <laughs> surfing chilling what do you what do you do now um well i just started going back to school for holistic nutrition oh. so just studying and stuff what made you make that decision 
just going through my health journey, I, I want other people to know a lot of the information that I've learned and to be able to help other people. What are some of the, the biggest things that you've learned just about um, the body and how much what you intake has an effect on just literally everything, your entire being? Like what are some of the some of the some of your learnings that you've, you've taken away that you learned so far? I think one really interesting fact that I love to learn because I've like struggled with depression in my life is that um, serotonin, 90% of it is made in your gut, your digestive tract. So the food, 90%. 90%. And I've read like on PubMed different like um, scientific studies and stuff. And like, so whatever you're eating is like creating all of your happy hormone that's in your brain. Mm -hmm. Wow, I had no idea. I feel bad. I had like a whole bowl of like pokey in another day. So Pokey's not bad. Pokey's not bad, but I put a whole bunch of sriracha in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dope though. That's dope. So what do you think you want to do with that once you're done? Or how long is that program? Um, Two years to oh, finish. Yeah. Got you. So what are you, what are you thinking? What, what's your dream job? What's your dream job? Yeah, what is your dream job? Yeah. To work for myself, to help people like maybe from my home, like Skyping people and talking people from home I don't really want to like work for someone else mm -hmm. yeah. I'm trying to like figure out like how I can really bridge the gap with like technology and mental health yeah. like I know uh, there's a lot of different like uh, outlets out there a lot of different apps out there a lot of different like programs like you can even see a therapist online you know so I'm trying to figure out a way to reach the masses you know reach the masses and um, and bridge that gap as well so Hopefully this podcast helps a little bit with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what's up. Uh, so when you're like in those those dark moments in your life, when you had those dark moments, like what really helped you? Like what helped you pull yourself out of it? Journaling and meditation has helped me a lot. Like I feel like my mind can just go like super negative and like a mile a minute, just negative thoughts over and over. And the only thing that's helped is like a steady like meditation practice and journaling like to get it all out. Mm. So like quiet yourself. Well, I journal first, like brain dump, dump it all out, and then you can like meditate and just sit there. Who taught you about meditation? Actually, my dad. How are, how are you? Was this like years ago? Is this like a more so yeah. like a recent thing? I think maybe when I was like nine years old or maybe a what? little younger he took, took us hiking and like he was like okay let's all sit by this river and sit quiet like this is called meditation and we can listen like I was super into it my younger siblings were like ah <laughs> but I, ever since then I thought it was like nature and meditation super important got you did you keep up with it or did you stop at a point I did not keep up with it yeah, <laughs> I did not when did you pick it back up um, probably like off and on it about five years ago. That's what's up. And tell me a little bit more about, um, you know, journaling. When did you get into journaling? Probably in the last year. That's a newer thing. Okay, tell me about that. Tell me about that, that, that journey. I think I had just heard like on a podcast or something about this book this woman wrote called, or her thing's called like the morning pages, where like in the morning you wake up and you do a brain dump, just whatever's buzzing in your head, write it all out. So you can like be more creative in life instead of having all these like blocks in your mind all day. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what got me started. And then now I kind of just free write and come up with my own things. Or sometimes, a lot of the time after I meditate, like I randomly just write poetry, which mm -hmm. helps a lot. 
Got you. What type, what type of things do you write? What type of poetry? A lot of the poetry is sometimes about like traumatic things that have happened to me and like how I've come out on like, how's it like helped me in life and stuff like that. So um, what it does with like writing, like I'm a writer myself, so I know what it does for me, but what would you say like just like writing and getting your thoughts on paper? What do you think that, that does for you? I think it just like gets it out of me so I'm not stuck like ruminating because I can just like ruminate on stuff. I'm not a super like loud person so I'm not like talking all my stuff out all the time so sometimes I could just sit there and like have it like over and over in my head like a loop and when I get it on the paper then that loop is kind of like getting broken down. Where do you normally write at? Where's your, your safe place? Where do you normally write? Either write at home or in a coffee shop or I write whenever like I fly on an airplane. What's your, what would you say your, your favorite spot is? My favorite spot? Favorite spot and favorite time of day to get your thoughts out favorite time of day is probably it's probably at night at home well i started writing at a very very young age I started writing like when i was like 10. so i've been writing for a lot getting my thoughts out and emotions out and and everything like that but i think for me my favorite time to write is normally in the morning surprisingly that's that's when my brain is like full functioning my like all every emotion every thought is bouncing through my brain even before I even open my eyes, I wake up pretty, pretty early. Like every day I wake up at like 4.30 or 5 a.m. Every day because my brain is like wired. So I have to like wake up, I have to get these thoughts out. Sometimes I have like the most creative thoughts like the middle of the night and I have to like literally walk up, I have to wake up, walk to my, my notebook and just write it down because I won't remember when I wake up. So like that's how my brain is like always <laughs> firing off. But it definitely does just like, it calms me. Like it just really just like calms me. And I think what I like or what I love the most about writing is like there's no limitations and there's nobody judging you. You can literally write whatever you want to write. You know, it's all in your control. That's like the one thing. There's not, not a lot of things that we control in life, but that's one of them. Um, and it's like a, a safety blanket and it's it's for your, it's for you to share if you want to. Um, so that's what, I, that, that's what I love about it. Do you ever, um, do you ever share what you write with anyone or even your therapist at all? Not really. I don't think I share very much of what's in the notebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I do write stuff like anytime it's like one of my family members' birthdays or like my boyfriend's birthday, like I always write them something really nice or like give them a poem or something. I didn't know that. That's dope. Hey, we should write a book together. <laughs> yeah. That's why you liked my book that I wrote. That now it makes sense. <laughs> I was like, damn, Candace really fucking with this. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up. So, um, again, like, I, I really appreciate you, you know, you're coming on here and, um, you know, sharing your story. Is there any bit of advice that you want to give, you know, any women out there or just like anybody just in general going through, you know, tough family problems, um, you know, tough relationships? Are there any, like, any gems you want to leave them with just that you're like not alone and that there are people out there that want to help you and people that are there for you because i know a lot of like my hard times i've i've like felt really really alone and maybe like isolated myself and it would have helped more if i tried to reach out to somebody man that was powerful <laughs> no that was powerful but again uh thank you so much for for coming on and sharing your stories, talking about your, your coping mechanisms with meditation and writing and um, 
I know you're going to touch a lot of people. So uh, thank you again. I really thank you it. for having me. Yeah, of course. So if anybody wants to, you know, uh, reach out to Candace, all her information is going to be in the description below. So please reach out, let her know if her story resonated uh, with you. Um, and you know, she's pretty appro approachable. She's pretty resilient. She's pretty amazing. So again, thank you for coming and uh, we're out.